Hello and welcome. I'm Carmina Constantino. Here are the news today, April 29th, 2021. More COVID-19 vaccines from China have arrived in the Philippines. That's amid the maritime row between the two countries. Some 500,000 Sinovac doses arrived in Manila Thursday morning, bringing this month's total delivery to one and a half million. The latest shipment raises the country's vaccine stock to over 4 million. More than 1.8 million of the doses have already been administered. Philippine Ambassador to China, Chito Santoromana, says another half a million Sinovac doses will arrive tomorrow, Friday, while 2 million more will be delivered next month, this time according to Chinese Ambassador Wang Qilian. The vaccines from Beijing arrived amid the ongoing tit-for-tat between top Philippine and Chinese officials over the two nations' dispute in the West Philippine Sea. In his speech Wednesday night, President Rodrigo Duterte says, while the Philippines holds a debt of gratitude for Chinese aid, Manila's territorial waters cannot be bargained. Duterte says he is grateful for the 1 million COVID-19 vaccine doses donated by China, but he insists he will not order Philippine ships away from the West Philippine Sea. I'm stating it for the record. We do not want war with China. China is a good friend. Mayroon tayong utang na loob na marami, pati yung bakuna natin. But there are things which are not really subject to a compromise. Sana they will understand but I have the interest of my country also to protect. Kung paalisin tayo ng ganun lang, umalis kayo. Huwag kayong umalis. Bakit kayo umalis dyan? Ate niya. The National Task Force of the West Philippine Sea says three Chinese vessels are still inside Bajo de Masinlok, while two others remain in the waters of Kalayaan in Palawan and Ayungin Shoal. This despite several diplomatic protests filed by Manila. The Bureau of Philippine Fisheries and Aquatic Resources, or BFAR, urging the Philippine government to protect fishermen in the West Philippine Sea. That's following the agency's call for Filipino fishermen to swarm the area to assert the country's rights over its exclusive economic zone. BFAR Director Eduardo Gongona says Filipino fishermen should not abandon the area despite cases of bullying by the Chinese Coast Guard. You are just emphasizing that that is our traditional fishing ground, so we, we must be fishing there. And uh, we, the, the Coast Guard and the BPAR, the ship should be there to protect the fishermen, protect the fishing vessels, and protect the environment that produces uh, food for us. According to Gongona, the West Philippine Sea yields more than 300,000 metric tons of fish or 7% of the country's fish supply annually. Metro Manila and four neighboring provinces will remain under the second most stringent quarantine level until May 14. President Rodrigo Duterte announced the extension of the modified enhanced community quarantine Wednesday night. The order 
also covers Santiago City in Quirino and the province of Abra. Baguio City, Cagayan, Batangas, Davao City and several other areas will be under the least stringent general community quarantine. The rest of the country remains under the loosest form of the lockdown, the modified general community quarantine. President Rodrigo Duterte says he based his decision on the advice of his medical advisors. Mga kababayan ko, uh, naghihingi lang ako sa inyo ng paumanhin. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, I have to impose uh, a longer uh, itong modified enhanced uh, community kasi kailangan nag-spike may spike ang ano tumaas yung uh, infections at yung hospital natin puno kaya ho nga sana wa ngayong dagdagan alam ko nang galit kayo magalit na lang kayo sa akin kasi wala man talaga akong magawa eh ang virus na yan lumilipad yan sa hangin The country's COVID-19 task force set to release a list of industries that can stay open during MECQ. Metro Manila mayors earlier said while they are in favor of extending the modified lockdown, they also want more establishments to be allowed to operate to avoid further economic losses. Realize naman natin na napakatinding kahirapan ang dinudulot itong lockdown nito at importante na kung ano pa yung ibang pwedeng mga negosyo na mabubuksan, ipabuksan na natin. Isa sa pinalpulian mamaya. The Philippine Trade and Industry Department meanwhile wants indoor dining allowed under the extended MECQ. DTI Undersecretary Ruth Castello says the agency proposed the resumption of dining services at a limited capacity to the interagency task force. That's despite warnings from some health experts that it isn't safe yet. According to Secretary Lopez, for indoor dining, siguro kahit mga 10%, kahit po maliit lang, or maybe uh, basta po bahala sila sa IETF, ilangan yung kanilang diagonal seating, and then yung one meter physical distance from yung one seat to another, pati yung mga pag-provide nila ng sanitation devices, whether alcohol or alcohol gel or ganyan. And then the distance also ng, ng mga servers nila, food service. And of course, yung pagsuot ng face mask at face shield. Castello adds that the DTI proposed the resumption of personal care establishments such as salons and spas. And then for uh, salons and uh, barber shops, kahit po mag 50%. And then we're also recommending yung outdoor services ng personal care. Uh, pwede po ang mga barber shops maglagay sila ng outdoor space nila para pati ang salons, doon sila magugupit sa labas ng, ng salon, basta meron silang space para po sa ventilation din. More private companies announced plans to vaccinate their employees against COVID-19 for free. SM Investments is rolling out its inoculation program to thousands of its employees within the year once supply is available. The Philippines' biggest conglomerate says the move is key to operating safely amid the pandemic and building confidence in the country's consumer-led economy. SM is also offering its facilities to local governments as vaccination venues. 
Meanwhile, Google will fund the vaccination of 250,000 people in several countries, including the Philippines. The tech giant says it's also committed to help build public trust in vaccines by promoting timely and trusted information on its search engine and on YouTube. As for ride-hailing app Grab, it has set up an initial $275 million fund to cover the inoculation of its drivers and delivery partners across Southeast Asia. Other firms that have announced their own free vaccination drives include the local units of BPO's Teleperformance and Accenture, as well as beverage giants Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Taiwan and the U.S. sending much-needed help to India as the South Asian country reached the grim milestone of 200,000 coronavirus deaths. Taiwan's foreign minister says they've purchased 150 oxygen concentrators, which they will send to India this weekend. An oxygen concentrator reduces the level of nitrogen from an air supply to produce oxygen-enriched air. The U.S., meanwhile, is sending supplies worth more than $100 million, including oxygen cylinders and 15 million N95 masks. The Indian capital of New Delhi has been reporting one COVID-19 death every four minutes. The last 24 hours brought a record 379,257 new cases, the world's largest single-day total, taking India's total number of infections to nearly 18.4 million. U.S. President Joe Biden addresses a joint session of the U.S. Congress for the first time as he nears 100 days in office. Biden spoke to a small group of lawmakers, officials and guests during Wednesday's event, which was scaled back due to the pandemic. But that did not diminish the historic moment when two women, Vice President Kamala Harris and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, sat behind the president for the first time in U.S. history. I can report to the nation, America is on the move again. After 100 days of rescue and renewal, America is ready for a takeoff, in my view. We're working again, dreaming again, discovering again, and leading the world again. Biden used his speech to promote a $1.8 trillion plan that he said was needed to compete with China and invest in the country's future. Biden is set to meet with the top Democratic and Republican lawmakers at the White House on May 12th to find common ground on his legislative agenda. And that's your flash briefing. For more updates, log on to news.abs-cbn.com.